When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. That in hip-hop, classic single Sunday, Little Troy, Wanna Be a Baller. Um, If you don't know this song, <laughs> then I definitely know you did not... You were not born in the 80s or early 90s. I, I know that for a fact. Um, second thing is, this was one of the hottest overly played songs nationally. I don't give a damn if you lived in Florida, Maine, Cali, Texas, Wyoming, North Dakota. This song was getting heavy rotation. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about it was one of those songs that it was the either the third or fourth song every time. Like it, like it, it got overplayed. Um, Little Troy was from um, Texas. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just, I'm just going through his, through, through a little thing. Um, I think he signed uh, initially to Universal. Uh, yeah, then there's not a lot of good stuff. But nah, man, like this song, Ken, mm. is just it's so. Cringy good because it's 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 there's nothing basic about it, but that hook is so fucking catchy, and it, and 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 it came out at a time where it's like everybody could fucking relate to it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because he's saying, "Do you want to be a baller, shot caller, twenty inch blades on an Impala?" He wasn't talking about no fucking mm-hmm. uh, Bentley. Caller getting laid tonight. You know what I'm saying? Swiss road tight. Like, like everybody can relate to that. Yes, I want to be a baller shot caller. Yeah, I got an Impala. Maybe ain't got 20s on it, but shit. You know what I'm saying? It, it was just, it was one of those songs that for whatever reason, it just resonated with everybody. I remember my grandma singing this shit, bro. Wow. Like, like, <laughs> like, bro, like this was just one of them songs. Man, it, it was. So uh, when we were going through what, Classic single to pick. We went through a long list, mm-hmm. but when we got to this, we were like, "This is <laughs> yeah, the one." This is the one because it 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 is the epitome of one of those classic songs that was everywhere, everywhere. Like everywhere. it was it was unavoidable, and it was so catchy, and the way that he did the singing, and everything. Like for whatever reason, it just fucking worked. Mm-hmm. And bro, like in 1999. Um, I was, I was, I was definitely doing music and radio then. And, you know, I remember listening to like DJ Mitt shows and stuff, trying to find like the next hottest thing. And, um, and I don't know if I heard it there or wherever, but I, I, I do remember hearing this shit. And, and I remember I was like, man, I had, I got to have this shit. <laughs> and I actually bought this album. Mm. This motherfucker robbed me. I did too. He got got me. (laughs) This motherfucker robbed me, bro. 
Like, and we were just talking about like Tupac and Crime Boss, Crime Boss, and how when you get albums back then, you pay for it, you play it yep. until it becomes good. This could this and no. so this one did not ever become good to me. And I was just sitting here skimming through it, and I was like, Nah, I just, I, I no, I don't, I, I there, there were no songs on here I like. But even that second hook, the way he flipped it up, I get high. What, what, yeah. <laughs> like, I knew this whole goddamn song, man. But what got me was, not only was I, I was like, okay, I like that. That's a big single. But sitting fat down south. And then I look on the, on the cover, and they got Scarface on here. He had mm-hmm. Willie D on here. Fat Pat. I'm like, oh, man. Botany Boys. I don't know if a lot of people know Botany Boys. But I was kind of, they. Uh, I think they had a bit signal and some stuff like that. So I got into that stuff. But. I was like, man, Scarface and Willie D on here? Fuck that. Yeah, let me get let me get that, man. Nah, bro. It, it, it that was it, nah. Nah. It, it was, so, it was, so it was a lot of good marketing, huh? Yeah, it really was. But uh, but wanna be a baller, man. Like, it's it's funny because I think this song was so huge and so catchy and just stuck with people. I think to this day, just like you and I started singing the hook, mm-hmm. if you start singing the hook around people, people would know the hook. Oh, and, you know, and, you know, it, and I think that's how big it was, even if you fucking hated the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it was one of those. And what, what makes this interesting is that sometimes, you know, like I go on like my little rants about terrible shit. Mm-hmm. You know, at its core, this could be one of those songs. And especially the people listening to that was like, man, what the fuck you listen to that shit? That shit, <laughs> you motherfucker can't even fucking rap. Like, that's who he is. Mm-hmm. In 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 that time around, you know, I don't I don't know if that's necessarily my generation or whatever, but you know that that's who he kind of was, man. Just this one guy that came on, made a catchy song, got on, mm-hmm. and that was it. But it also was kind of like leading into that, like right before that ringtone era, mm-hmm. and this was a time where these guys and what the record labels would do is they would have one bit single, and they stopped dropping singles so you can buy the album. 100%. And um, and this, that started to happen. Yes. Yeah. So 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 this was the time of hyper-commercialization. Mm-hmm. Because this was after Biggie gave everybody the blueprint. And then the, the, the record labels caught on to the blueprint. And then what they wanted to do was that they didn't want to invest anymore into artists that could potentially flop. So what they wanted were... Proof of proof of income. Mm-hmm. That's what they wanted. They they wanted. Hey, we want to see receipts. So this is the ultimate receipt. If if back then, if you were a label A and R, an executive or somebody, and you didn't sign these guys, mm-hmm. you were fucking up because it was just the way that it was. But I think that this is this is the one of those prime examples, Ken, where something can be really nice. But you can't replicate it mm-hmm. because yep. after they signed them, you want another one of these or something yep. that's going to chart or something that's going to move again. Yep. And the thing is, is like it, sometimes it just it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Yeah. And, and, and sometimes you got to when it comes to the music thing. Yeah, you might have one. But are you that artist to continuously put them out there? And I think that that is where the label fucked up. And they fucked him up. Um, they fucked up Little Troy. And the reason why I say that is, is because you're 100% right, Ken. When this shit started to go, we never heard nothing else. 
because mm-hmm. they slowed up the process of making music to sell the album, but then they didn't capitalize on the wave that they made. Yeah, he dropped another album two years later. I I didn't even know until mm-hmm. now. I was today years old when I found it out. But yeah, he was on Universal Motown Records. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that story of how he got there, but he was definitely dropped. And oh, then yeah. uh, and he put out something in two thousand six, and man, this motherfucker got a new single out. Right now. November 24, 2001. LaTroy dropped. It's called What Are You Doing? I'm on Apple Music now. What are you doing, LaTroy? You you let us know. I'm calling it now. (laughs) That's the first single Sunday of 2022. Man, I was like, LaTroy, you still rapping, bro? That's crazy. But yeah, Wanna Be a Baller. Everybody know this song. Look, y'all hit us up, man. Let us know if you've ever heard of Wanna Be a Baller. Even today, especially if you're a young cat. But I'll, I'll be some. I don't think as many people that nah. wouldn't have heard of this. So, but um, yeah, man, yeah, I think this was a good, good, good pick. Look, and if you never heard of it, I don't care how young you are. I don't care if you're 14 listening to us right now. I don't care if you're 44 listening to us right now. The next time you have two or more people over your house or somebody, mm. whatever gathering, play this randomly and see what happens. And I still like it. I still Me like the fucking song. <laughs> That's the crazy part of it. I still like this shit. It's one of those choice kids. Yeah, but look, I, I, I promise you, play this the next time you got to gather and see what happens. But look, you guys already heard. Um, It's official. The first single Sunday of 2022 is going to be Little Troy's newest single. The first single of 2022. Um, but look, we are finishing up. Classic week. Um, next week is either going to be Dolph week or Atlanta week. More than likely Dolph week. So make sure that you guys stay tuned as we finish 2021 out with a bang. And we got a couple of different joints and, and ideas and things percolating for 2022. But we out of here, man. We catch you next week with Dolph week. We out. Peace. Peace.